Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our 307th edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us again this week. My name is Corey Schritt, and joining me is my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Corey. Good to be here. Ready for a new episode. More shorts. We're in our eighth installment of Sci-Fi Shorts. Keeping coming. I love doing this. I love breaking up the show a little bit instead of just doing movies every week and TV shows. Do something a little different, something a little out of basically out of our radar because we really don't know. These shorts aren't like stuff that you see like in the movie theaters and stuff. These are basically, you know, homemade, high quality, independently thought up stories online, which is great. Yeah, you got to focus on the little guys every once in a while. Definitely. But before we do, let's talk about some of the news this week. Of course, the big story of the week, which I, well, I say big story. Not surprisingly, though, the Orville has been renewed for season three. Uh, I was I was worried, man. Well, they're saying they're talking about the ratings. They're saying the first season average 10.7 million viewers on the multi-platform, blah, 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 up, you know, same day DVR, all that weird stuff they do now. Um Past season, average 1.4 to 1.81 million viewers in adults. Da, 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 da. Uh, 2.92 million viewers same day for the finale. So the numbers are good. Good enough to come a third season, of course. And I think also, and we talked about this before. I think we talked about it off the air, but Seth MacFarlane does a lot of stuff for, for Fox. So I think they want to keep him around. Fox and Disney, you mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> I don't know, but, but I mean, and, and I said this to you before, I said he's a cheap person. He, he's very inexpensive because he he's multi-talented. You know, mm-hmm. it's better to pay somebody who can do 15 voices, be a writer, be a di- director, whatever, and only pay him for, for, for being like the same as five people or pay him on the backside for, you know, syndication rights or whatever. And I think they had to wait for the announcement um, until after the whole Disney uh fox mergers mm-hmm. finalized you know that's what i think mm-hmm. um and seth mcfarland also his contract was up in june for fox so i guess they renewed it all well yeah i mean yeah i wouldn't let him go if i if, honestly if i if i was fox or disney now and i had somebody like seth mcfarland working for me oh I, yeah no I, brainer what do you want to do let's try it out if it works great if it doesn't no big deal Mm-hmm. Pretty much his track record's pretty good. And uh, <laughs> Family Guy has been going on for like, what, 40 years now, it seems like? Long time. It's a long time. So we, so we will be watching more episodes probably next year, I'm guessing. I don't think we're going to see it till probably the very end of this year, early next year. We don't have a date yet, but we will be definitely be talking about more Orville down the road. Definitely. Now, this trailer, I haven't seen this trailer yet. This is one part of my homework I did not do. But wasn't this the film that you said that was like out in theaters or something like that. Was this the one, this film? Um, this is the one that they, they teased about um, back in January it came out in Sundance. And ah, then, that's it. Um, it was bought by Netflix during that time. So I was just patiently waiting to find out when Netflix was going to release it. Um, You're talking so about, of course, trailer. I am mother. That's the movie. Oh, my bad. Yeah. yeah I am. Sorry. Mother. <laughs> uh, bury the headline there. So, yeah, I mean, this was a cool trailer. Uh, you definitely need to watch it, Corey. Yeah, I will. Uh, um, you, from what you said about it, it was it, like, this is, you're like, oh, this sounds real good. We gotta see, I got to see this one. And I'm happy that Netflix picked it up really quick. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, the story here is basically it, it's in the distant future or whatnot. A teenage girl is raised underground by a robot mother, played by Rose Byrne, um, designed to repopulate the Earth following an extensive uh, uh, extension event. Extinction event. <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, a blood drenched woman, uh, Hillary Swank, shows up, uh, questions the robot, saying, No, there's nothing wrong. You know, um, people outside are fine. The robot has been telling the, the, the girl that, you know, everybody's decimated. You're the last one, you know, and then the robot's raising her uh-huh. in captivity. So it's hmm. like human's word versus the robot mother's word. Interesting. I, I, we've seen this idea. I can go back to Doctor Who for it, um, where people have been living underground and they're told one thing when everything in the surface is totally different. Right. So, so I can't wait. We're, yeah. we're going to talk about this on the June 11th episode of the show. I can't wait because mm-hmm. it's coming out, I think, the 9th or something or that weekend. 7th. 7th. Okay. So, we're definitely going to be watching it right away when it comes out. And I cannot wait. Awesome. So, now that, Endgame is well, it's not over yet because of some bitch still making money at the movie theaters. Disney has released the upcoming schedules all the way through to 2026. And of course, there's really nothing in here like title wise, but we already know what's going on this year. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming out. There's talking about an, a new mutants film, which is of course an X-Men spin-off type of thing. Uh Marvel, what looks like our first Marvel film that's coming out, Phase 4, looks like it's going to be November 6th, 2020. Right. So we don't know which films, though. They're all, say, untitled, and there's like untitled Star Wars, untitled Marvel, untitled Pixar. But I wonder if the the New Mutants film is going to be part of the uh, MCU, because the New Mutants is basically a group of X-Men. No. Um, The New Mutants has already been filmed and shot, Okay, and it, it was supposed to come out like last year and they kept box kept pushing it um it's a darker grittier kind of x-men-esque film um so these are like teenagers that are are have mutant powers but they're right. like locked up in in like a like in a, a jail kind of area but yeah they filmed it already there's been ish there's been talk that there's it's not good and they have to do a lot of reshoots. So I don't know. They they could do reshoots and introduce them into the MCU. But I maybe know. that's why they're pushing it out. Well, because we got Dark Phoenix coming out this year, which is part of the X-Men franchise, which was part mm-hmm. of Fox, the Fox, the pre-Disney Fox. So I guess this is probably going to be part of that franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The uh, The weird thing is the first Marvel film coming out is it was May 1st, which we don't know what that is. Um, I mean, is it's it probably Guardians? like Doctor Strange 2? Guardians or... 3? I think Guardians 3. Probably... No. no, I mean, that's no, because uh, that's got a good what's name. his name is still working on. Uh, James Gunn is working on the movie he's at right now. Oh, Suicide Squad 2. Yeah, phew, whatever. All right, fast forward to that one. Um, okay, yeah. so uh, Black Panther, maybe. I mean, Black it, Panther two. It, it can't be. Yeah. It can't be something new. Obviously, it's got to be something that's already been done. So, I mean, Black Panther two. Probably, I think Black Panther two probably because the first one like made buku bucks in the theater. Yeah, and then we got. It could be that, or it could be Doctor Strange two. 
Yeah, and then we got November 6th that year, so that's probably going to be something new, like Alpha Force or, I don't know, something like that, maybe? Something that they haven't started building its own little franchise itself? Um, the Eternals is, is is slated to begin shooting, um, so it could be the Eternals. One mm-hmm. of those could be the Eternals. Uh-huh. Uh, and, I mean, there's a bunch of Marvel stuff here. We could speculate all day what they are, but um, probably the other big thing is in uh, no, t- December 17th, 2021, Avatar 2 is coming out. Finally, right? Yeah, and then every two years afterwards in December, they're doing three and four and I believe five. There's five of them, I believe, there, right? They're doing five films mm-hmm. total? Okay, so yeah. They haven't don't have that one listed. Um, of course, in 2022, Star Wars starts its next trilogy. Yeah. I don't want to say episode 10, but another trilogy, maybe a Ryan Johnson thing. Well, there's two possible trilogies <laughs> that, are, that is being worked on. Ryan Johnson is working on the trilogy, and so are the guys from Game of Thrones. Mm. So I don't know which one they're going to go with. I'm just glad that they're they're going to release them every two years. So I'm glad. Right. Let's 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 get a little breath in Star Wars. It's too much. I don't need the the prequels, the the spinoff movies, all that crap. I want. Let's just stick with the main series. Yeah, I agree. And that's that's. I mean, we got nothing really out of this, but we're just we we have an idea of when these Phase Four films are coming out, and we don't even know what they're going to be. We know Guardians Three. We know. Uh, Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we know what's coming out, we know what's not coming out, but speculations too. And uh obviously as time progresses, we will definitely update you guys on what's what. Awesome. All right. And Brian's got a story that's gonna change things up. I love science fiction and auctions. Yeah, this is so cool. I found this over the weekend. Uh it's a bunch of cool sci-fi out of artifacts are going up for auction. Bonhams in Beverly Hills is showing off an epic collection of science fiction and fantasy movie memorabilia this weekend in anticipation of their auction coming up um, today, Tuesday. Uh, so TCM presents Wonders of the Galaxy auction. Uh, it's by collector uh, W.E. Shank, uh, who's a longtime collector from Pennsylvania who passed away last year. Uh, he started collecting uh memorabilia when he visited the filming location for the blob as a teenager wow and he was able to talk the director into giving him five gallons of the uh the blob as a takeaway i'm gonna so, i'm gonna side note this for a second have you ever seen the blob uh it's been a long time me too steve mcqueen 1950s yes it has might have to might have to put that on our list eventually oh yeah classic um, sci-fi i'm i'm one of these people that loves this stuff i would go broke if i had the money to buy stuff like this did you look at all these things i then? looked at I some mean, moments klingon mask from star trek 6 uh let's see a zombie costume from thriller the music video um plan the apes background ape mask it's amazing yeah some more planet of the ape stuff i mean a forbidden planet blaster pistol at eight thousand dollars i wish they i wish we'd have like a sci-fi museum isn't there is one is it's it in, it's in uh seattle oh if you were gonna say if you're gonna say san antonio i was gonna make you go there you know that no no seattle has one. Oh, i didn't know that oh. yeah i've been there it's pretty cool oh man we need more of them then. 
Dang it, make a trip. Yeah. Make a trip to Seattle. But I love this stuff. Yeah, I can go broke on this stuff, especially when it's like the Doctor Who things. I just, they're like, starting prices, like, I want it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then of course, the other thing is too, first of all, you have to have a house that's big enough to, to store all this stuff. You know, you can't just- That's true. You know, if you're buying a costume, you need some sort of mannequin to put the costume on and they can't just like sit in a room somewhere and it's got to be in a nice area. It's got to be uh-huh. climate controlled. You know, you, you obviously you have to have the money before you can even think about buying this stuff. Yeah. I'd be like a little kid playing with the guns and putting the masks on and stuff. I'd be scared to touch it when it costs that much money, you know? And it's so old too. I mean, especially those masks, those things, you know, a lot of them from back in the day, they, they degrade, you know, if you touch it, it just turns to dust. Well, they're not made to last. They're temporary. Yeah. So. But still. Yeah, check out the links for everything we talked about here at safeproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. Let's get on to the shorts. First one's called White Lily, which runs for nine minutes and three seconds. Um, I, Did I put the title wrong on this one? Why does the description look totally wrong here? Um, The description is not right. <laughs> the description is not right. All right. I'm like, I just watched this and I know this isn't right. So anyway, uh, Outer Space, Man and Woman. White Lily is a reference referenced once in this, and I'm like, this is kind of a stupid title for this. Yeah, it's an obscure title, yeah. But they maybe they just want to mislead you by mm. giving you that title. Like a red herring. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I mean it was interesting to see, you know, that trying to figure out who they were. Like, were they dating? Were they like having an affair? You know, what's going on? They're like on a 20-year or they're on a mission where when they get back, they're only going to be a little bit older, and everyone's going to be like twenty years, you know, older. Time dilation. Yep. Actually, put that in, which is kind of cool. Love that. I love when they talk about that stuff. Because you know that's what's, what would really happen if he did travel far out and then came back. Everyone else is going to be older, mm-hmm. but they never talk about that. You know. I remember. I'm the sad. I'm already pausing this. I remember when I was a kid watching PBS, and they did say that they said if you travel at the speed of light to Alpha Centauri. It takes four years. And if you travel back, it takes four years. So you've only been like eight years older or something. And everyone else will be like 20 years older because of time dilation. Like, huh? There's a great book called The Forever War that talks about that. Um, Came out in the 60s, I think. Um, It's supposed to be made into a movie, but that is a really good book. It talks about that. talks about traveling far into the, um, the galaxy to fight an enemy. And then come back, and then everyone's dead. You know. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you spoil it, but that sounds that sounds like a great story. No, there's more that goes on, but that sounds like a great story. Um, okay, so as as we digress, I do love time dilation here, but yeah, I was just trying to figure out where this was going. Yeah, it, it um, it's kind of like basically the interaction between these two and. You didn't know if they were in a relationship or not. Mm-hmm. Um, they talked about the uh, the comet that they're, I guess, needing to get samples of. Right. Because they're going to make, I guess, if they do the job right, they, they, they get their bonus or whatever. They get their bonus. They talked about getting a yacht and all that. And then um, Isabel, the female on here, um, she starts missing words and saying verb and adjective and right away she's either an ai or we find out she's a hologram yeah which i thought she was i thought she was a, a robot of some sort mm-hmm. 
Well, at what point did you figure out she was a robot? I don't know. It just, the, there was a point where she was just sitting there and it was just, I don't know. She seemed like had some sort of disconnect with him a little bit. She wasn't as emotional as he was. Like she was a little more standoffish or something. It makes sense knowing that she's a hologram because they never touched. Mm-hmm. You know, she's from, like you said, she's seated far away. And then she was saying stuff like, uh, you'll need to remember these things when we get back. And like going through memories and talking through memories with her, with him. Right. But she started glitching and then um, she recommends rebooting. Rebooting is bad because then she loses all those memories. Right. So it's like all that time they spend together is meaningless. Mm -hmm. Which, okay. (laughs) I mean, this was a short one, but um, I didn't feel like there was much substance to it. Not really. I think we've seen stories like this already. You see movies like Mm -hmm. Her and other AI related stories and it's been done. Not really that big a deal. No, I didn't understand why they had to like do that special maneuver through the. Yeah. They didn't really explain anything. They just show you like the little map and stuff and then they do it. And you're like, okay. He just kind of did a flyby and I guess he was collecting. Right. Samples as he was doing, but that wasn't it evident no they didn't just doing some fancy maneuvers yeah you just see this you don't even see them collecting you just see the ship flying through and they're like oh okay i don't i don't know what's going on i was like is that it is you guys are done yeah (laughs) it was yeah i was like okay okay so she's a hologram they had to reboot her okay she lost her memories i was like yeah i didn't feel any anything for these characters i didn't even really i don't even know if they had names i was just like yeah whatever right I was moving on the next one called Pulsar ran 16 minutes, 44 seconds. Uh, a peacemaker who does not want to do a mission on a ship with a bunch of ex cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know much about him. Um, uh-huh. He did something wrong because basically he has this like video uh, from the, the council. Cause they're, they're trying to get a hold of him because he, he, he didn't do a job he was supposed to. His last mission was unsuccessful. Yeah, he was supposed to to warn a planet about a, a pulsar or a storm coming, and he didn't want to. We find out because if he did, they're, they're bad people. Basically, they'll start a war, and he doesn't. You know, here let him die. Right. He took a he took a conscious choice there mm-hmm. to disobey orders. So he's you know basically fleeing for his life. Um, and then the ship that he's on are, are people that are, like you said, ex-cons, but they said, oh, we did it all over our time. Why are we being punished like this? Um, and I don't understand what the what's happening to their ship. It looks like it's being crushed by an outside force. Yeah. Solar storm is what they said, but. But they weren't sure what it was. Yeah. I think, I almost think it was the Peacemaker Council coming after him. Well, that's what they said. Yeah, that's what, um, that's. I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, that's what it has to be. Yeah, so you knew right away what it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then what about this relic of theirs? Um, it seems like there's just a religious thing. They're they're trying to like per, use the relic to find out who's at fault. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, there's blood on one side of it. And it's like a looks like a piece of bone almost, and they have to roll it. And whenever it comes mm-hmm. up red, that was the person that you know. Is it fall? 
Mm-hmm. And of course, it's obvious we knew who who the, who was at fault here. Right. Um, and then, you know, they, they decide that, you know, they need to get rid of this guy in order to stop them from dying. <clears throat> it's just funny that it's a big ship, but there's only like four people in it. Uh-huh. We don't really see, is there more people that are being hurt, you know? I, I, it's just them. Yeah. And I, I do like the fact that we go to Spencer Gifts in the 1990s with the black light. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really, guys? Yeah, the um, the backgrounds and stuff could have been done better. Uh-huh. It looked really cheap and cheesy. The effects were just average, I guess. Yeah, it seemed like they could have put a little more effort in the special effects. Um, the main actor, I had to look him up. I said, like, I've seen his face before. He's been in a lot of things. He's actually been in Doctor Who. He was in one episode of Doctor Who. Um, he's been in Cloud Atlas. He was in uh, uh, what was that movie? I can't remember it. Um, he's been in other movies. He's been in Annihilation. So he's a well-known actor. Huh. I would never have guessed that. Yeah, but I saw his face. I'm like, I've seen his face somewhere before. I have never seen that. Um, but yeah, then they, they put him in like a escape pod to to jettison him out uh-huh. to hopefully make the storm go away because they find out it, it's the council that's yeah. doing that. Um, yeah, and then he tries to uh, beg for his life, right? Yeah, and of course, then they, they flood the thing with some weird liquidy stuff to, well, you think they're going to drown him or something. Which tells you how yeah. powerful this council is that they can control the ship from wherever they're at. Right. Um, he crash lands on a planet. Um, and then there's like an, an alien there that's, that's, I guess, saving him. I'm not sure. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Was, it, was that the planet that he was supposed to go to in the first place? Was this another planet? Uh, Nineveh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, it wasn't clear if he went to planet Nineveh or not. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I was assuming happened, but yeah, like you're not going to do the mission. We're going to make you do the mission is the way I interpret it is. Does this, does this story sound familiar in any way? You know, because you're going to tell me in a minute and I'm going to punch myself in the face, but you, you you're <laughs> holding off to tell me about what is it? it? It's basically a retelling of Jonah and the whale. Um, because he's Jonah, he was sent to Nineveh to warn them of an impending doom. He chooses not to, he gets on a ship. God like bashes the ship and they kind of like, okay, you need to get out of here. Cause you're causing us to die. He goes into a whale, which that capsule is kind of like a whale mm-hmm. shaped like a whale. Um, but then that part changes cause he gets jettisoned in, and in the Jonah Bible story, he has to go back to Nineveh and, and finish what he was supposed to do. Hmm. Here, he just gets sent to a planet, and we don't know what that planet is. And right. it's left open ended. I never yeah, would have. It's basically that. a retelling of Jonah. Okay, that's interesting. A sci-fi version of it. What'd you think of it? It was just okay. Uh, I thought I thought the acting was good. I thought. You know, the main people seem to have acting chops. The effects were 
average. Yeah. You know? uh, I, I was more interested at the beginning with the whole peacemaker avoiding his mission and they're going to come after him. And then it's just like, uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I, I've lost interest. You got these other people that are ex cons on this ship. I'm like, I, I really didn't care at that point. Mm-hmm. I guess it didn't go the direction I was expecting it to go. I was expecting them like the council to come after him a little more aggressively instead of this long way around. And I, and I will tell you, I did not know it was Jonah until I read the comments. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, if you knew that off the top of your head, that's just amazing. I did not know. I can't claim I did. Nothing wrong with that. All right, let's move on to the yeah. third one here. This one's called Singularity Stories Volume 1, 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, almost felt like an Amazon advertisement. I know, right? They they kind of zoomed in on that for a while. I mean, I mean the fact that, I mean, the, the woman in this story, Colleen, says, Alexa, play Bruno Mars, please. I mean, and it's an Alexa, and it says Amazon. And there's no... Let's pretend, right. you know, I'm, which I'm glad. I'm, I'm not a fan of like, let's use an Alexa, but let's call it something else and make it look a little bit different so they don't sue us out of existence. Yeah, there was also an HGTV mm-hmm. uh, magazine and, and other stuff. I'm kind of yeah, glad. Panasonic uh, uh, microwave. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad they did that and not just let's make up a generic equivalent and use it in this. Yeah. But I... This was fun. I like the whole. I mean, the whole singularity thing. I, I like their whole idea of how the basically Skynet happens. You know, the three. It al- was fun to a point for me. <laughs> I, I like the whole idea of the three algorithms that are independent of each other, and they start talking to each other. And then, like every all the electronics basically become sentient. Mm-hmm. Love the idea of that. Um, I love the idea that they just want to be left alone. I like that too. That was great. None of this, we want to take the world over to destroy all humans. They just like, leave us alone. Yeah. And then well, we get- kind of said, we can't do anything about it, so we'll just accept it. <laughs> and I, I, lo- I love how Colleen's walking around the house and the uh, Alexa's explaining the whole thing and she grabs a knife and she walks over to the microwave and she's like, not the microwave, Colleen. That's just a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love some of the humor in it, but then it got a little too- um, Existential. Existential. Thank you. I couldn't- come up with the word yeah the whole life thing and i was like oh okay you're losing me here for the last five minutes yeah it kind of went the wrong route um, yeah it, they tried to be funny with the bruno mars thing and it was a, it was funny for a little bit but they could have used something else you know yeah i mean i think if we took out the whole let's talk about life and the meaning of life in there i think it would have been a little bit a little bit better it didn't. It didn't carry any weight because it didn't go anywhere. It just went. You. It just went to that whole Bruno Mars again. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I, I, like, I love the response though at the end when she just tells Alexa to play Justin Timberlake and she's bas- she's upset because it's exactly the same music. It pretty much is. She's <laughs> I, right. I mean, it is funny. She's right. It is funny though. I mean, I'm glad there was some humor in this. Um, but yeah, I just, we didn't need five minutes of talking about the meaning of life and your family is your life. And you know, no. And the sweeping music and then, yeah. Oh, it was so cute. No, no, no. But I did like, I think, I think it was so nice to actually have an idea of where machines come to life and they just want to be left alone. They, They don't, you know, they just want you to ignore them. We'll just, you know, let them do their own thing. You you prefer that over them, you know, taking over the planet, a la Terminator? Uh, it's so cliche. We've had the whole Skynet thing done millions of times over. 
and it's yeah. a short. So why why not go that route? Yeah, go another way. Because come on, were you expecting them to say, you know, we want you to do this for us or something like that? Uh, I don't know. I was expecting something else besides that. Yeah. I don't know. I like the fact that I I like the whole leave me alone, but I didn't care about well, what's the meaning of life and it's all pointless. And like, no, no just no, no. <laughs> but I like the fact that it was different. I, I want to see more stuff that's that's a little different. I want some humor in my my science fiction. Well, this is volume one of these stories. They uh, in the article it says that there's two more coming. So. Yeah, but I have a feeling it's gonna basically be the same thing. It's just somebody having a conversation with a piece of electronic. Oh, it might be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't I think one was enough, to be honest. I don't if it comes up, we will be doing them again. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm gonna make you do it again. But uh yeah, that was okay. That was mm, different different pace. It was like, okay, it's not outer space, it's like it's earth, it's quasi it's modern day, some humor. Mm, okay. Change mm-hmm. That's all I give it. <laughs> all right. I think we should wrap up this week's episode. I want to thank Mr. Brian Lee for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? I uh, can find me on Twitter or Instagram. Just look for Brian says. And as always, check us out at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. You can also watch us here live Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 12 midnight UTC at sayproductions.com slash YouTube. You want, you can always email us movies, reviews, comments, thoughts, complaints, etc. Sci-Fi Watcher at SayProductions.com or drop a voicemail 774-327-2948-774-32-SAY. We got a lot of stuff on our schedule. Um, We're still doing Twilight Zones on Wednesdays. Rick and Morty, we're still catching up on Thursdays. And next week, Brian brought this up. We're going to do the 1953 version of the Invaders from Mars. I have never seen it. Never seen it. Looks interesting, though. Yeah, we haven't done a, a... uh, golden age of science fiction film in a long time. I'm thinking Forbidden Planet was like yeah. the last one we had done from like this era. It's about time. It is. So make sure you check everything we do all 307 episodes at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. Well, that's it for this episode of the show. And until next time, everyone have a great one. <laughs>